All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is your man, Orlando Presents, right here on QuakeRadio.com Live. Let's get it started. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, once again, this is QuakeRadio.com live with your humble host Orlando Presents. Man, we have Mr. Madigan, Joseph Madigan on the line with us this evening. (laughs) He just featured on that track that you just got through listening to. That was Get Busy by BRM, Brody Da Vinci, Madigan and I forget the other brother's name that's on there, so I do apologize. So, uh, man, without further ado, how are you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Appreciate you. Not a problem. Not a problem. Thank you for, you know, accepting and coming on the show and having the time. Yeah, of course, man. (laughs) Not a problem. Not a problem. (laughs) all right all right man i don't even know where to start off first because this is my first time actually uh being able to sit down and interview you and chopping it up with you um you sent us uh one of your tracks red letters and i was sitting there listening to it i was like man that joint is dope so and i haven't really heard the name before until i went back and looked and looked at the uh feature on get busy and i was like oh that's okay. That's yeah. where I heard his voice and everything from. So, <laughs> so that's yep. why I was like, man, let me reach out to him and see, you know, see if he has time to come on and chop it up and everything. So, uh, you know, and here we are. Here we are. So let's start off first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start off first things first. You know, um, let the folks know who you are, where you're from, all that good stuff. Okay, so my name is Joseph Madigan, um, M-A-D-I-G-A-N. If you were wondering how to spell it, <laughs> a lot of times when uh, 
when I, I do my, my little slogan is don't get me Madigan because <laughs> you'll never forget my last name after that. <laughs> um, so I am from Indiana and uh, I currently live in Indiana for the last 10, 11 years. Um, I am originally born and raised in Connecticut on the East Coast. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it, yeah. So, so I've been here and it's been, it's, I, I love Indiana, man. Indiana is super dope. It's, uh, I live in like in a small, like city where it has stuff, but it's not crowded. So, uh, except for like on our main roads, like, uh, Plaza Road. Um, but besides that, man, it's, it's, it's like country over here. I like it. <laughs> I grew up in the city. So, like, all the noise and, uh, constantly like looking over your shoulder, not knowing what was going to happen, you know, uh, that's what I come from. So like being able to be in a place where I don't have to worry about things and I, I kind of have my own space has been a, a beautiful thing and it's helped me grow, grow a lot. Right. Yeah. I'm, I grew up in the city. Yeah. I grew up in the city myself, so I understand exactly, you know, what you mean. And uh, now I live in an area called Kilmarnock, Virginia, Kilmarnock. So, <laughs> so when I first moved here and heard that name, I was like, what in the world is that? So of course I had to look it up. So it's actually a, a place out of uh, London. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's where the name comes from. But, yeah, the area is nice and small, more so country vibe and stuff out here. So it slowed me down tremendously. So it's it's cool. It's cool. But um, awesome, man. Awesome. So where what where what is your background for as, you know, far as God and, you know, where, when did he, where did he find you? Where did he start cleansing you? Have you always been following, you know, Jesus or was it was it a testimony time that you, you can let the folks know about how he transformed your life? Yeah, so uh, I was raised in a lot of abuse. Um, like one of, one of my stepfathers, he put my hand over the stove when I was younger and uh, he also you know, would, would ground us by laying like rice on a, on a towel and we'd have to like kneel on the rice and look at the wall. And so, uh, I just came up in a, a lot of abuse and, and for me, I was always looked at as the problem child. It was spoken over me, uh, before I even knew what word curses was cause I, I was in the world. Um, in my family, sex was normal. Like, it wasn't taboo to have sex out of marriage. It wasn't, you know, taboo to start drugs at an early age. Um, so I dived into a lot of things really early, especially since I was always in trouble and grounded. And then I was, I was ADHD and an extrovert. So I would get these blasts of energy when I would leave the house and be off punishment and being able to roam and I would just have so much energy. I, I would get into something stupid um, just because of the thrill of it, of thinking like this escape escapism kind of mindset, like this, I, I I'm away. So I, I might as well have as much fun as I can before I'm back and I'm, I'm trapped at home again. 
So um, I had a lot of social anxiety. It, it was hard for me in school, especially at high school. Um, very insecure, not knowing who I was. And I started smoking weed at 11 years old. So like by the time it was high school, I was smoking a bowl before I went to class or before school started. And so I, I was deep in the, into marijuana at that point um, to where, you know, I smoked every day, almost every day or anytime I could. Um, and so I, I'm sure that had a, a hint. I know that had a hindrance on my development because even when I started doing music, uh, I was smoking weed and just freestyling with friends mm. and I wasn't really good at it at all. Uh, I, I get in these moments where I'd be able to let go and kind of let my mind flow. So I had this creative thing about me, but it, it just wasn't developed mostly because like, and, and this is where I get with uh, some people saying it's okay to smoke weed. Uh, for me, it was just, it was never okay because all I did was smoke and then relax and not be productive and not do things. And so it was the opposite effect where I know some people that would smoke and they work a whole day and be active that was not me at all. So, uh, mm. yeah, it, it really hindered me. And also, too, there was a level of bondage and paranoia that would come upon me when I smoked. And that mentality started to leak into times when I was sober to where I thought that was who I was. Like this, these paranoid thoughts, anxiety, and uh, just not being able to have any emotional skills or be able to cope and have conversations. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's like the beginning of the story was just abuse and, um, and just trying anything to see what could help me. And it got to the point where I, my mom and dad were divorced when I was younger, but he moved to Florida. So he wasn't with us for a good chunk of our childhood. Um, and, I was offered to go down there to try to change my life. And so that's where I started to, you know, I, I went down there to Florida. Um, I, I really still had so much going on that I wasn't able to hone on, on the discipline that I need to. I was still just trying to have sex with women and, and just do whatever I could to have thrills um, and not being just responsible or, taking care of myself hmm. and so um when i left there i had talked to a man on the phone called todd dalton and he was a pastor at a church here in, in, in indiana in marion and um when he was here in marion he was doing a, a group home type deal uh but it wasn't like it wasn't like uh ran by the government or anything it was just like they wanted to take in 18 to 26 year olds and help them get on their feet, help mm -hmm. them uh, get a job. And the requirement was that they had to go to a service once a week. And um, I went to that program thinking I was coming to a, a, a priest with a robe and he was going to teach me <laughs> how to follow God. And instead he was this country <laughs> redneck dude <laughs> that, uh, like, hunts and just like the total opposite of what you would think a pastor you know right. and uh man they took me in they loved on me and they 
they uh, helped me for three months. I didn't have a job. They helped me with food and, and took care of me um, until I got on my feet. And then uh, eventually I left there. I got married and, you know, uh, I gave my life to Christ while I was there. I never looked back. Uh, the first first year I was saved, I experienced uh, two two experiences where I was casting out demons mm. in in that same place. So that was very surreal for me because I'm coming from the streets. Then I started to believe, and I, I kind of gave God a, a timeline. I said, look, God, I, I'll commit my life to you for a whole year, sincerely. But show me who you are. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give you a year, though, and I'll devote myself fully and wholeheartedly. But show me who you are. I want to see who you are. And, uh, I mean, it had to be like three months later where I was just never the same. God just began to show me a lot of stuff and, and show up in my life and be prevalent in my life. And uh, when I started to learn the voice of God, like that you can actually talk to God and hear God's voice. He's, the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. So a lot of people have this uh, the relationship with God, but don't have the communication with God mm. where God is telling you something, a rhema word in a moment. And so I, I'd be in factories getting rhema words and walk up to somebody and be like, hey, man, the Lord told me this about you and i just wanted to encourage and pray for you blah 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 and they would just ball their eyes out and they'd be like only god would know that about me and it was kind of a way for me to step out on my faith and realize wow i can actually hear god like i can hear god's voice mm. then you go into obviously like learning what what god's voice is and how it, like it having to be in alignment with his word but when it came to praying for people and going out to people and God's touching their life, uh, that was never a problem for me because it's biblical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. that, <laughs> like I'm meant to go lay hands on the, on the sick and, and the broken and the hurt. And that's what I'm called to do. So uh, it was never a problem for me. But it helped me to build that confidence. And and now uh, I do a ministry called Pray Up. I help uh, churches build intercession teams for an hour before their services and I've traveled to Africa preaching the gospel and um, just seeing God do some crazy, amazing things in, in my life um, that has brought me to this point where uh, I started doing, I, well, I was doing music probably in the beginning when I got saved, mm-hmm. but not like consistently. It was kind of like, it was kind of like my worship. It was my thing with me and God because I'm too ADD to journal. I can't sit down and journal. So like music must be my way of like expressing myself with God and just this private thing that we had. So it was never my intention that I would be sharing music with others, you know. Um, eventually I thought that might happen, but um, it was just this building thing with me and him where literally like, even the the recent song that I have that will be coming out called Heal Me, like it was because I fell to lust and I was repenting, praying to God and like, God, I don't, I don't want to watch pornography. I don't want pornography to be a, a temptation for me, but it, it it's so hard to get past it. And I need you to heal me. Mm. I need you to, I need you to take this because I, 
I'm trying on my own. I've tried everything and I, I can't seem to get a grip and, and, and really be able to walk this out. And I need you to heal me. So like this song just came out of that. Cause, cause in that moment when I was just, I was in tears and kind of crying out to God, he was like, turn on your microphone. I'm like, God, I don't want that. I'm like, God, <laughs> I said, this is me and you right now. I'm not trying to record no song right now. He's like, no, he said, do the pressing instrumental. Cause this next project that me and Chiwaz have is called pressing music. And basically it's like, we're fasting and praying with the producer before the creative process. So we're actually pressing in because we, we want to hear a sound from God. Like there's so many people that draw sounds from secular industry or popular sounds from just mainstream or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe there's sounds in heaven that aren't discovered yet. And God has sounds that we can literally access and pull down and, and receive. And so, uh, that was the intention of, of, of this project and pressing in with was about this project. Um, but yeah, that that kind of encapsulates how I I got into music. My testimony: I was homeless for for four years after a lot of the abuse. I ended up just leaving home, and uh, you know, God rescued me, bro. Amen, amen. Man, you you put a lot out there right now. I'm just like, boy, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll tra- start going. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to really, you know, take it all in and everything, and just like, wow, oh my goodness, bro, I did not I did not know all of that was gonna come out. But glory to God, man, definitely, uh, glory to God, brother. Um, from where where you began to where you are now, God is good, bro. Definitely, God is good. Right. And, and for Him to use, you know, use your music and use, you know, your your alone time with Him to be able to release it and help other people as well. That's that's just awesome. That's totally, yeah. you know, totally awesome. I can't wait to hear the, you know, the other track. That you just oh man, talking when about. you hear this one, I promise you, you're gonna forget every song that I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, like, like there's, it's special, it's just mm-hmm. special, and most people that I've shown it to end up in tears. Oh wow! Because it, it was healing in the moment for me, mm-hmm. and it translates in the song. Because literally when I was, even the way I delivered it was the way that I delivered it when I turned that microphone on and God told me to just, just to sing what was on my heart on that instrumental. So you're singing, and, are you rapping or singing? Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like a melodic, you know, okay, it's like a okay. melodic, it's, it's in between, you know, Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a professional singer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know that, but what I do love is that middle lane of melodic and rap uh, and kind of mending those and creating sounds in that, in that kind of area mm-hmm. of music. So, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> I might send it to you after. Yeah. So yeah. you can, you can take I, a listen. I just got the master back. Bro. I spent six months on this song. 
longer than any song that I've done. Like I, bro, I can make a uh, a EP in a month, easy, easy. Like all the way press through and release it. This song, this one song, took me six months, mm. and it was because. Um, so you know, I, I I do my reactions, I do my critique. Right. Well, what ended up happening was my critiques and and this is a, a good thing for artists and this is why i always encourage artists like submit to reaction shows submit to reviews i don't do them just because i i you know gain money for the ministry to be able to do more music with them but i do it because i believe in them and i use them myself one of the people that i always bounce my music off of is dj lost and found like DJ Lost and Found will critique my stuff and he will make me feel like it is nothing. Mm. <laughs> but the beauty in that is that I get to look at it from a, a realistic perspective. And eventually after critiquing people for so long, I started to look at my music where I wasn't so emotionally to, attached to the music that I couldn't critically look at it. And so, uh, man, I submitted this to a critique show and I got bad feedback about the production. They were like, the production, like the vocals are great, but the production is just not there. Mm. And so I was like, I was like, dude, it's mastered. Then I had to go back to my producer and be like, Hey man, I'm gonna have to pay you more money because I got to redo this. And he's like, ah, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I know. <laughs> and so I go to RJ Williams, who now, is now, hold on, hero. hold on for a minute. Put a, put a pin in that real quick, real quick, because I got to yep. go back to something that you said that a lot of artists and a lot of entertainers need to understand this. Even you sent your stuff to be critiqued and the person who critiqued it didn't really feel the production. You, instead of blowing that off, you went back to your producer and redid it, and now you're ready yep. to re-release it. So that's something that and, a lot of artists better than it. That's something that a lot of artists would better. never do, never do. Yeah, they would have just blew that critique off and kept moving forward with what they had. So salute to you for that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, I think that's required. If you're a Christian artist and you're not willing to do it in excellence, don't do it at all. Yeah. Like if if there's a weak point in what you're doing and you're not willing to spend the time and money and investment to do it, just don't do it at all, man. If we're going to do it onto, onto God, let's do it right. Let's do it in excellence. Let's let's invest. Mm. Like you 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 got people sewing into themselves in the secular industry. We're sewing into people's lives and we can't dig in our pocket for a great mix or a great producer. Oh, three hundred dollars is too much for production. What? <laughs> Not if you're getting production that is high quality that is gonna allow you to reach others. So is it about your pockets or is it about the person? Right. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a little tangent, you know. What I'm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go back. 
<laughs> All right, so so I reach out to RJ Williams. So RJ Williams, if you don't know him, he's an incredibly talented 18-year-old kid that is mentored by Ty Tribbett. Mm. And so he redid the production and we went through a couple versions. One version was okay. He redid it. Then we made some more adjustments. And then we finally got to where I was like, yeah, this is it, bro. Then he sent it over to my producer. And then um, we just finished mixing mastering it. But all in all, it was way longer process. I'm not even going to get into it. But towards the end there, I even went back on a critique. And they told me that I should change one word on the chorus. And I said, Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I spent six months on this thing. I am not going back to record one word differently because you think it would make a huge difference. Yeah. No. I, I can kinda of, I can kinda of feel you on that one. Six months, come on now. One word? I, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You get the just they were just like, man, it would sound so much it, it, it was so uh the, the chorus goes human from the on the inside out and so they were like you should say human from the inside out i'm like from instead of on uh, no <laughs> like i don't care bro that's that's why people get the gist <laughs> it'll be fine man yeah, especially if you say, yeah. I mean, if you already, like you say, you spend six months on it and you're trying to perfect it and you already went back and redid the production and things of that nature. Yeah, I think people will definitely, you know, get the idea from on or from. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh. So um, you're 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 into the music, you're doing your music and everything. So. How did you come across doing uh, reaction videos? Oh, so uh, I put out I put out a project at the beginning of 2022. It was called Written Off, and so that was like for me. I had I had helped a church raise a songwriting team, and I led that, and I just got off of doing that. And you know, it's it's such a blessing when God uses you, even though people are. Like, <laughs> I'm just not even going to say that. But, like, when God uses you, sometimes you're being used by people, mm. but he's developing something in you. So you're looking at it like I'm being used, but really you're gaining in the spirit for what God wants to use you for next. And so that's how this songwriting thing I, – I spent eight months leading them and – um helping them develop in their songwriting and lyric writing skills. Um, and we we're making worship songs. And so, uh, you know, I, I helped them get to a whole album within eight months where they put out a, a, an album and it was all live music. It was, it was a beautiful project. And then, um, you know, I felt, I, I told them from the beginning that it was temporary. I knew the Lord told me it was temporary. And at eight, about eight months, God said, all right, it's time to, time to go and so uh i was like okay so i left there not thinking i was gonna do anything and then i had a brother come up to me and offer to pay for half of my project 
And he was like, he was like, bro, I know you have this gift and I don't want to see you squander it. And I, I believe. So that night I went home because I was like, hey, man, let me pray about it. I don't just take what anybody says. I don't, I don't care how much you care about me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want right. to make sure that it's, it's what God wants me to focus on. So I go home that night, and I get this song, Zealous, instantly. Um, and I write that whole song, like, in, it was, like, 30 minutes or something. I just got the whole thing. It just came. And um, I was like, okay, God, this is what you want me to do. So I released that project, right? Mm-hmm. And it barely gets any traction. <laughs> like, like there are some people that just loved it and raved about it and told me they loved it. And, and there's some powerful songs in that project, like written off um, and uh, rejected, which was like the highlight of the whole project. It was a five song EP, uh, but rejected is like everyone's favorite. Oh no, seven songs, seven songs are written off. But anyway, after that happened, I I felt God tell me this. He said, um, man, I can't even think of the scripture. It is uh it's in Luke somewhere, okay? But it's it talks about uh sowing into others. What right. you what you want to see grow in uh, what is it? Press down, shaking together and it will overflow. Right. Like Give unto others as you would like to be given unto you. It's something like that, right? I'm paraphrasing. So it's just because I, I haven't been to that scripture since I did it. <laughs> I just ran with it and just was obey, obeying. <laughs> um, so literally God pops that in my heart and says, Joseph, if you want people to hear your music and your heart through your music, and sow that into others. Mm. And so I started to react to artists to encourage them, to lift them up and, and give them an outlet of someone that wasn't biased, wasn't critiquing you based on secular uh, references, and was going to push you in the right direction and critique you to help you grow. And I've done that for thousands of artists mm. is, and I've, I've become better and better at it, at pointing different things out. And God just, God has gifted me mainly with being able to build others up. So anywhere I go, anywhere I am, I love to build people up and encourage them and to strengthen them in whatever their gifts are. And so uh, that's how reaction started for me. It was just like I got that word, and I started doing it, and it started helping people, and their songs got better. And then it just encouraged me because if I invest in their gift, whoever they're going to reach, I, I am helping them reach. And so, like, if I'm for the kingdom of God, then I would invest in anything that will help people be re- reached. And it's not my own platform. Mm-hmm. I, I literally wanted to create this reaction platform so that when an artist that I think is super dope, underrated, and gets biased reviews from people because 
people are gatekeepers of CHH or whatever kind of mess and <laughs> stuff that be happening within industries and with people that I would be the one to be like, yo, I think you're super dope and I'm going to put you on my platform and I'm going to push it to thousands of people and they're going to be reached through your gift. And so that's, yeah. that's the vision for the reactions and how it started. All right. All right. Now that's awesome. I, re I really enjoyed that. Definitely enjoy what you're doing. I had a chance to uh, check out a couple of your reaction videos and everything. I went to your YouTube yeah. channel and stuff and subscribed. So I didn't just go there and, you know, freeload your videos. I actually subscribed. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> so Put the post bell notifications on all. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Man, so I do um, encourage uh, everybody that's listening, and if you listen to the um, recording of this show, run on over there and subscribe to uh, Joseph Madigan's um, YouTube channel, his reaction videos. They're dope. If you're an artist, uh, let them know how to submit to you, bro. So, yeah, you can submit to me. Go to my Instagram at Joseph E. Madigan. Um, if you look up Joseph E. Madigan, no spaces, it will, it will come up on my Instagram. I have a link tree in there. And then also if you go on my YouTube at youtube.com slash Joseph Madigan, um, and you just leave me a comment, I'll, I'll put the link in there for you. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, have you ever done a reaction video and the, the artist just didn't like it? I am, I am super careful about this, yeah. um, because I I've had artists submit to me, and they weren't good, mm. right? And which happens, and what I never want to do is discourage that person and make them feel like this isn't what you should be doing. One reason why I won't do that is because. Usually someone has some kind of family member that will listen to their stuff or support them out of just love of family, and they might reach that one person. Mm -hmm. So why would I ever want to discourage that one person from being reached? So I'm very, I'm very like focused on, on people being reached for Christ. So that's why I'm very careful. So like, for instance, there was this one guy, and he sent me his, his stuff. And um, the song was poorly mixed. It was poorly mastered. It didn't sound great. His his development on on his recordings uh, just wasn't good. He didn't properly p have a good pitch. And I'm not going to make a video and say that because that would destroy someone, right? right. <laughs> like they're in this infancy stage. It's it's like someone in, in that's. It's like taking someone that just got into the church and they're just learning how to like not drink alcohol. And you're like, well, you also have to do this and do this and do that and do this. It's just going to discourage them. They're not going to want to do it. Right. They're not going to want to walk with Christ because now they feel like there's all these these things that they need to work on at once. And it's hard to focus on just loving Jesus or just being in relationship with him. Right. Right. So what what I do is with this guy, I called him personally, and I said, hey, bro, 
this is what I think about your song. And you tell me, do you want me to share this on my reels? Because I was planning on sharing it. But if, if you feel like it would discourage you, I don't want to post it. And you tell me how you feel. This is what I felt about the track, honestly. And it's not to be a fit. And he took that so well. You know, he was like, you know what? I, I, I know that it wasn't there. I felt that it wasn't there. And you're right. And I, I'm just in a situation where I don't have money. I'm on social security and I have problems with my body going on. And bro, could you imagine if I put that reaction out hmm. and just talked about how trash he was when this man is spending like the little bit of money he has just to try to minister in this way? Like, exactly. <laughs> bro. So the phone call was very fruitful and he appreciated that I reached out to him. And then he he's the one that said, nah, bro, I want you to post it. Mm. So then I ended up posting that video. But I I saw counsel on that one because honestly, there was nothing good for me to say about the song. And that's where I was at. Was like, yo, this whole thing needs to be scratched and reworked. And this artist needs to actually practice in the booth. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's even, I mean, that's even more amazing that the artist still wanted you to release that, knowing yeah. that's what you were going to say on your reaction video. So, right. I mean, wow. Yeah. Man. Salute to whoever that was, just in case if, hey, they may be listening one day. So, Salute to you, and hopefully, and has that person sent you anything else since then? Or do you? Uh, not yet, but I tell, I, not yet. But he follows me, and he he follows up on my stuff. He always comments on my stuff. Um, no, nah, he he's a good brother, man. He he has a good heart, and uh, I love that man. And I I just told him, I told him next time don't don't spend as much money on promotion because he did do a promotion. I said, don't spend as much money on promotion and spend more money on your mix and mastering and your producer. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Especially. I mean, pr promotion is necessarily necessary. Though, right. But. Right. I mean, but just starting off and everything, I mean, you're, you're more, you're, you're more likely to hit over the hurdle if your production and mix and mastering and things of that nature are crisp and clean and, and really ready to go than you would right. just putting out anything and then you spent all Back. this money on promotion so now you're promoting garbage right exactly and i i always tell artists that are are looking to like put out a debut track i'm like bro invest everything into that track don't try to come out with an ep don't mm -hmm. uh, don't don't do all that because the stuff that you will learn just working on one track in excellence is going to give you the ability to do an EP way better than you would if you release an EP first. Mm. Yeah. Like work on, on just getting one track to a place where it sounds great sonically in comparison to people in, in your space. And um, the quality is there, you know?
Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, so how was it uh, started doing reaction videos with your with your wife? Oh, absolutely awesome. So I, I always try to include well, one of my mentors, actually. Uh, shout out Fred Mendez, my boy. <laughs> um, he, he gave me this bit of advice, and it was probably the first week we were talking. And that bit of advice has stuck with me, and it's still producing fruit because I soaked that thing up. And he told me, in any way you can, with your family, with your kids, your wife, involve them in what you're doing. Mm. He said, even if I'm, he said, even if I'm on the video game, and I get to, I'm playing my career basketball player, I'll have my kids and my wife come in and dress my player just so they're involved in what I'm doing. Right. And so that advice was so beautiful because I was like, man, I, I want to involve my wife even more into what I do so that she doesn't feel separate from me, but she feels like we're in it together, you know? Right. And so I could be able to do a reaction with her is one extra quality time that I get to have with her. Um, and also this beautiful thing where like, she feels a part of what I'm doing and not like I'm in this room editing and doing all this stuff <laughs> and she's in the other room, like watching her shows, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it, it, uh, it just brought more unity in our marriage to involve her in the reactions and we're starting a podcast together where we'll be talking about marriage and communication and stuff like that man you already wear so many hats because we we chopped it up just for a brief bit before we came on you know on the show and everything and you already wear yeah. so many hats bro it's just like goodness gracious but like you said you know you you have the time now you're blessed with the time now to be able to do all yes. that so it's awesome yes that you're going down the right road and you're ministering and you're adding your wife to the ministry and you're just doing it at a at a family level so it's almost like you're not wearing so many different hats but you're combining your hats together right you know so that's yep. that's awesome man that's really awesome um I want you to let the folks know once again how they can uh, go about supporting you, also how they can follow you on social media, your handles, things yep. of that nature. Yep. So at Joseph E. Madigan on Instagram. My Instagram is always active. I post about a reel a day. Um, and uh, my YouTube channel is growing right now. It's been super awesome. I reacted to an atheist. Bill Mayer, or or however you say his name, I think it's Bill Mayer. Um, and I had a whole bunch of atheists in the comments and having discussions with them, which was super <laughs> cool. And uh, even even some of them opening up, like, man, I used to have faith, but I couldn't get past the, my my mind and my thoughts and my logic. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And so uh, it, it's it's just been a beautiful thing happening on YouTube. I kind of I kind of got some good traction going on right now. Um, and yeah, I, I always drop Christian music reactions, but I started reacting to more stuff like, uh, like the one I just talked about was Mike Tyson and Bill Mayer saying that Jesus is an ancient myth mm. and, um, that he doesn't believe in Jesus. He believes that he was a myth and he sounds like a lot of stories like, yeah. <laughs> so there's quite a few comments I had about that. Um, but I, I made sure to season it with grace because we're also we're critiquing unbelievers and a lot of them it's in their ignorance, right? right. It's it's not like it's not like they see and um I never want to be that guy that just like makes someone feel awful for being ignorant, not seeing something. There's stuff I don't see and I'm ignorant to it. You know what I mean? I'd rather have somebody come out and be like, Hey, this could be a point. Uh, you ever think of this direction? <laughs> then them be like, yeah, you're dumb for thinking like that. You dumb. <laughs> so I, I always season it with grace. Like, man, you know, uh, you know, yeah. right. these are unbelievers. And I would love to have a conversation in the future if it ever opened up. So I'm not going to sit here and bash somebody for their view. So um, anyway, uh, I've been doing that. And then uh, on Facebook, it's Joseph E. Madigan. Um, I got quite a bit of quite a bit of a following on there as well. Uh, a lot of people that love and support me through missions and, and through different stuff that I've done throughout the years. So you can follow me on there, too. Those are the main platforms, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. All right. All right. Fantastic, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just let y'all know this is uh, QuakeRadio.com live. I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents, and we're sitting down with uh, Joseph Madigan. So, um, yeah, we're about to wrap it up for tonight. Man, but it is, it's been awesome, man. Definitely. I um, definitely got more than I guess what I what I thought this video was gonna turn towards other than you know like music and the videos but I definitely got more from you than just that so I've definitely been blessed by that man so thank you bro yeah man thanks for having me bro yeah not a problem at all man you have a great night uh thank your thank your wife for allowing us to borrow your time from her you know, at this time tonight. So, and uh, you can get ready for your, your other endeavors for tonight. <laughs> yeah, I got five. I, I got three minutes. I got to hop in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, God bless you guys, though. And, uh, man, just such an honor, man. Thank you for reaching out to me. Um, and, and thank you for allowing me to be a guest here. And um, I just pray that God will continue to move in, in, in what you're doing and continue to move in your life as well and cover you as you're as you're doing this stuff and and walking with him bro in jesus name bro amen amen all glory to god thank you bro you as well man all right man all right. god bless you god bless jesus christ <laughs>
All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. We were sitting down with Joseph Madigan. Like we say, go uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel. He does some awesome, awesome, awesome uh, reaction videos. And if you're an artist, go check out his information so that you can send in your info and um, so he can react to yours. We're going to end the show off with his single, his latest single called Red Letters. So make sure y'all check this out. It's out right now on all social excuse me, on all um, digital platforms. So, uh, yeah, it's red letters. Let's go. Joseph Madigan. Let's get it. in the kingdom, decrease, I don't floss in the kingdom, my life for the cost in the kingdom, a lot of y'all folks claiming kingdom, yeah, yeah, you can't hide forever, a lot of us know you're born, but your pride's a sweater, seeking now I find I'm alive forever, never put the truth aside, I'ma die in red letters, yeah, I'ma die in red letters, yeah, I'ma die in red letters, yeah, yeah, I'ma die in red letters, yeah, I'm a boss in the kingdom, salvation free, but I know what it costs for the kingdom. For this wretch, he stretched on a cross for the kingdom. He's really the one blessed with the sauce for the kingdom, yeah. I'm all about being competitive, but y'all out here spitting empty rhetoric. Quick to call me inherited. When I move in light years, you couldn't even measure it. But I'm standing right here, so try your luck. Better yet, try your bucks. Put your money where your mouth is. The beans and the house is. If it's gonna take for you to lose it all, I don't want yours. I really want you to call Jesus. They want you to switch religion. I want you to band together like mint condition. That's what real kingdom is. Community to glory. Whose glory is it? The one who wrote the story, yeah. I used to be just like you, only wanted a harvest, just like you. But then I realized that the laborers are few, so I strapped up my boots and got down to the roots. That's how I became a boss in the kingdom, decrease, I don't floss in the kingdom. My life for the cause in the kingdom. A lot of y'all folks claiming kingdom, yeah, yeah. You can't hide forever. A lot of us know you're born, but your pride's a sweater. Seeking now, find I'm alive forever. Never put the truth aside, I'ma die in red letters, yeah. I'ma die in red letters, yeah. I'ma die in red letters, yeah, yeah. I'ma die in red letters, yeah. I'ma die in red letters. Don't shoot the messenger. Got the call from God like he hit me on my cellular. Constantly I pray. Talk to Yahweh on the regular. Demons thought I was the prey, but really I'm the predator. The way I tussle with the flesh, you think I was a wrestler. Heart's down cold, but let me tell you about the rock that I built my solid ground on. Lost, but now I found on. Heard so much about this life, it really is astounding. Astounded. Got me moving mountains. Living water, I'm drinking from the fountain. Boss in the kingdom, I don't floss in the kingdom. It's none of me, I hide behind the cross in the kingdom city. Boss in the kingdom, decrease, I don't floss in the kingdom. My life for the cause in the kingdom. A lot of y'all folks claiming kingdom, yeah, yeah. You can't hide forever. A lot of us know you're born, but your pride's a sweater. Seeking now, find I'm alive forever. Never put the truth aside, I'ma die in red letters, yeah.